What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Sorry we took another week off, but there's still been a lot of exams going on. But for this episode, we're going to be talking about 2023 is the year. I'm Lily. I'm Avery. I'm Presley. And let's get into it. We could do a little weekend recap. Wasn't really much. No, just went out to the, well, Presley sort of did. I went home. Yeah, we went to a frat party, and then we went to a new bar after me and Lily did. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, it was. We closed it down. <laughs> yeah, we were there till like, 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Okay, so for 2023, I feel like this is a really good year, almost kind of like 2016 feeling. It's got that 2016 feeling for me. Maybe not for you. I don't know. I don't know. 2016, what year is that? Eighth grade? Not going to beat that year ever. That was the best year of my entire life. Dude, it was fun in eighth grade, like basketball team. I was like, we had so much fun eighth grade year. I feel like it was like such a universal experience no, it was for just everyone. Universal, the music, the, that was musically was the Yeah. It was just yeah. the best year ever. I wasn't allowed to have musically. Oh, the Black the Beatles and Kentown. Yeah, <laughs> it was that year, like race rumored year. Like, yes, Betty Wop was like a. It was the year back before that, but it was still and in. designer. Yes, designer. I feel like Trippy started getting popular that year. I don't remember. I don't really listen to him that much. Oh. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna be talking about our goals for 2023. It's it's already March, which is crazy, but yeah, it is. Um. It's still, like, the beginning of the year. There's still a lot of things to be done. So, what are your goals, Avery, for the year? Well, I got an interview for an internship this summer at the hospital where you, like, shadow 30 different specialties and doctors and, like, medical staff. Um, So, I think that would be, like, a really good, like, stepping stone for becoming, like, a physician as far as, like, clinical hours and... Um, like letters of recommendation and and it's through UT so yeah well it's through UT from the general hospital UT medical like UT uh, health science center like the medical school so are you not doing the thing back home yeah it is so the UT uh health science center is where like the dental school the medical school and all that is in Memphis Mm -hmm. and the family medicine residency program is at our hospital in West Tennessee Okay. So that's where they all go and, like, train and stuff. So that's who we'll be, like, shadowing, following them around. That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I guess that's it for, like, short term. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how to. Well, guys, I'm not betraying y'all, but I'm also on another podcast. Um, and it's a sports podcast with a brand called Out of Pocket Sports or Out of Pocket Sports. Um and it's me. I am a host of it with my other friend Riley. And we're one episode in and I think our goal well, my personal one for our podcast is definitely to um reach a bigger audience and hit a thousand views before the end of the year. I feel like that's a good like a good little set number. Um we hit a hundred on the first one. But I also want to have a bigger female audience. I'm a female host, and we had two females listen um, out of, like, a couple hundred people. So I know it's kind of not, like, that big of a deal, but, like, it is. And I also – I would say, like, a long term, towards the end of the year, 
um, at the next fall semester, I want to get an internship with a TV station here in Knoxville, which is really hard to do. Um, they only take one each semester, and there's tons of journalism students that apply, but that's definitely something I'm working towards. Mine's more career-driven, like Avery's also. I don't really have any, like, career goals for this year just because I'm not looking for an internship or a co-op or anything. Um, because last summer um, I got – which, it, okay, it really – it does fall into, like, what I want to do is, like, man, managerial no, yeah, type, like, job. And I got a manager position back home um, at a country club. And actually managed Presley and a bunch of other girl girlfriends, and uh, that has taught me a lot about being a manager. I know that it would be very very different in like a corporal level job, obviously, but like it does put my foot in the door and it looks really really good on my resume. So I'm doing that again next summer or this coming summer, and Avery's gonna join us. She's gonna be there. Scary. Scary. Not you. Everybody's gonna be our, or Lily's gonna be our, my my boss again. <laughs> She's a real harsh one. Bitch, you literally got to do whatever you wanted. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that's not a goal of mine. Like I am, I am doing it again. But um, I don't have any like career goals that I'm working towards right now. Um, that's gonna be more prevalent like next year for me. But um, my goals, I would say, is just like building better relationships with people and. Um, doing what I need to do on my part to like nourish those relationships, even if it's not reciprocated the way that I want it to be. But just putting in that effort does show other people that like, hey, like, you know, she wants to be friends with me and she's a really good friend. Like it, it just puts me in that light oh, yeah. where like it puts me in that light where I can be, I can always like have that positive like impact on people even if it's not what they wanted or like thought that I would give them or like they they're not like reciprocating it back like that's fine like yeah, I still well, want then like, you would know like you did your part yeah you did I did my part yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying yeah like I I put in the effort and even if it doesn't turn out the way I wanted it to like it's I still like did my part yeah that always like hurts your feelings though because then it's like well what did I or like what's wrong with like me or why did they choose not to but then it's like growing up realizing that it's some people it's just them like it's sometimes it's just not your fault it sucks but I feel like it it sucks but I feel like it can kind of give you I hate to say this but kind of good riddance like yeah. like you like you realize you I know, did what I needed is, to do yeah, you did what you needed to do yeah. you realize their intentions and what what their plan is with your relationship or whatsoever yeah and you can it if they're not putting like anything closure. in yeah Closure. Yeah. It's a good riddance, but. Yeah. 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 It gives you, like, a sense of closure. But anyway, I'm, like, trying to work on that. And that leads into our next topic of uh, letting the need for control go. I feel like me and you are the same as far as, like, when we come here, we don't, like, necessarily miss people. And, like, you just don't think about it. Like, my mom's like, why don't you, like, call or, like, this and this? And I'm like. Like, I just don't think of it as me missing them because I just kind of come here and my life is separate here than my life from back home. Yeah. So it's like I don't think to, like, talk to them or hang out with them as I would if I was home. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just a separate world for me. Yeah. I agree. I think that my relationship with my family has gotten 
not I wouldn't say worse like obviously like we're fine but like my communication with them has definitely gotten worse and the people back home I'm just like not nourishing those relationships like I should yes and so that's what I need to work on but I'm completely opposite but I'm a big caller um I mean I've probably I talk to my mom and my dad two times a day that's kind of sometimes they call me but I talk to them multiple times a day and I I also make sure to or I try sometimes I get declined but I FaceTime my sister and my friend Mia like I don't know two three times a day but that's just I feel like that's how I've always been like not that y'all not that I'm saying it's different but you know how you said you feel like it's two separate I kind of struggle with that my freshman year not like being away from them and not seeing them so I kind of you went I don't know home a lot it's too. different yeah, yeah. I'm at home a lot but I don't know I just struggle with not if I don't get a call my friend Rachel for example who's horrible at communicating and texting if she does not text me once a day my feelings are so hurt and I and she has another life. She's in college somewhere else. Like she has a whole. And I'm not saying we have to have two separate lives and stuff like that. But it is a different dynamic. And sometimes I have to look at it as, well, you know, y'all, for example, are kind of the way like Rachel is. Like you have two separate. You know what I'm saying? Well, like not in a bad way, but it's just I don't know. Whenever I'm in my bed at night. Oh, I haven't talked to this person, this person, this person, this person. I need them to call me right now, or I'm gonna feel like they're not my friend anymore. It's um, well, for I feel like for me and Lily, it's I have these friends back home that I don't have to call every day. Like we can just pick up where we left off, no matter what. No, I can too, but I no, no, I know, but it's like, well, like I just don't think to go through. I feel like I have so much stuff going on here that I don't think to go through to like call my friends or see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm very much if you have something you want to tell me, then tell me. Yeah. Like, I'm not, it's not a personal thing for me to not say, hey, what did you do today? Mm -hmm. I just, to me, if you want to tell, if you want me to know, you'll tell me. But you, like, me and you have, like, made those relationships, relationships with these people, like me and Kendall, for example, Mm -hmm. we have made, we've been friends since I was in sixth grade, she was in seventh grade, and we've gotten to the point where, and we didn't even like have, we weren't in school together for that long. Mm -hmm. We were only in school for that one year together. And then I moved and she stayed. And since then we still like, we don't talk every day. Like we Snapchat, whatever, but she sends me random stuff that she sends like every other person on Snapchat and like me too. But it's not a shallow relationship whatsoever. It is, it goes very, very deep. And but we have established that kind of relationship where we don't have to talk every day. But we, she is like my best friend. Yeah. Well, that's so. how me, me, Brooke, and Erica are. Like we've known each other since like kindergarten, but we don't have to like. I don't have to ask them constantly. Like, are you like what's up with your life? We make time to see each other. Like every break we go home, we always see each other. Mm-hmm. And but we don't like. We're not in constant communication. Yeah. yeah. I just see it differently. I feel like. Yeah. But not in a bad way it's just me myself like my brain I feel yeah. the need yeah just that's just I mean it's just a difference in how we like form relationships but that like goes into the whole topic of like letting go of the control aspect because with Rachel like on her end she doesn't see it that way but you do yeah and she has let go of that 
obviously like let go of that control aspect. But for you, I think that you need that that checkpoint yeah. of calling. It's like so not that validation, it checks off in but your it's mouth. Like... I mean, in your mind. Yeah, it just checks off in your mind that like, oh no, we are fine. Yeah, I feel like it goes. Honestly, I do feel somewhat of it goes into my parents being divorced and whenever I was with one another, I, if I'm with my dad, my mom calls me twice. You know, Mm -hmm. that's just how it's been. I remember when we first moved up here, y'all were like, I get calls from my parents, or my dad at least. He calls me once in the morning, but it's because I was never always with him. And I feel like that kind of, my friendships kind of stemmed into that because Mm -hmm. even though like, like a friend, that's your parent, you're not, you can pick up where you left off, anything like that. But I've always had that they have to call me twice a day or something's, something's I feel off. I feel like something's off, but yeah. it's not. Like, that's not how it is. And that's okay. It's just, that's how my brain is wired. But I understand anytime I go home, I've gotten used to it now. We don't talk. We Snapchat, like you said, like you and Kendall. We don't talk, like, every day. But if I were to go home, I mean, it's the exact same. Yeah. It's just in my the way it is in my brain. But I have to, I've had to, I've come to realize that that's how, like, I don't have complete control over that, and that's fine. Like, yeah. Because, because it's not like it's... And it's not one-sided It's not like it's going yeah. downhill yeah, it's just not, because she's not calling yeah. you. It's just that, I mean, like you said, I don't yeah. have control over that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a whole, like, mindset of... And, like, you have to be able to have... If you feel like that, like, a lot, like, you should definitely, like, have a conversation with them. And I know Rachel probably doesn't. She probably had that conversation with her before. But, but um, Oh, yeah. I've yelled at her before. Like, Why do you never talk to me? Yeah. Presley, it's not like that. I'm like, I know. But <laughs> yeah. Just to. Yeah, and nothing has ever changed. The moment I go home, it's the exact same. Yeah. yeah. It's legit just me. But <laughs> not that that's a flaw. That's just how. Yeah, that goes God for like, made me. That goes for any relationship. Just the whole need for control over it. You can't control like what someone else does, even if even if you're not friends with them. Like if you're trying to be friends with them, or like you're trying to um, just build some kind of relationship there, but it's not being reciprocated. Then like that's completely fine. Yeah, you, like you don't let it like get you down. It's I think you did when deal. you were like in high school and stuff, but. Coming here, it's just, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you meet someone in a class, y'all y'all talk, y'all, like, maybe meet and study together, and you never see each other again. Like, that happens. And yeah. it's not, like, a rejection, but it's, like, a, like, a acquaintance of, like. That does happen a lot. You know, life. yeah, it's just not that big of a deal. And you try, maybe, like, you say, let's hang out, or, like, do you want to go out or something? And they're, like, oh, like, I'm busy, you know. So that'd be yeah. a deal. And a lot of people have, like, their own cliques already. Yeah. So it's hard to mesh, like, even if you do just invite the one person. Like, it'd be weird if, like, a friend group invited just me over. Yeah. I'd be like, well, yeah. I feel like I need one of my friends because y'all are, like, a whole clique. Yeah. You know? Even high school. <laughs> I don't and we would hang out with, like, one other person. They'd be like, this is weird. Yeah. And then it's just the whole time you're just, like, being introduced to everybody. Yeah. And, like, I don't want that. No. Like, I just want, like, set relationships already. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Healing and setting boundaries. I feel like those go hand in hand together. I would say 
in order to form those relationships with other people, you do have to be healed. You have to, like, not let whatever has happened in the past affect how you, like, treat future relationships with literally, like, family, friends, boyfriends. Yeah, that's hard. Even acquaintances. No, that's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Especially when you've, like, dealt with something for a period of time. And then it's like you have to assume not everyone's like that, mm-hmm. and that's like. Oh. But then <laughs> it ends up they're like that, and it's well, just really hard to sift through. Even them. if it happens it's like, yeah. even if it happens like several times, it's like, okay, someone out there is not like yeah. this. But you, yeah, you can't, can't just be closed off for like the whole. Yeah, and it's hard population. when you're going into something like new, not to just assume that they're being the same way yeah because if you treat them like they are going to be that's that not way fair and then you, that's self-sabotage yeah <laughs> <laughs> just so i'm just so yeah, good about that but it's that's a really hard thing to overcome for sure I, especially with relationships yes. like how are you like if you're like if you got cheated on how are you supposed to not go into another relationship thinking that they're gonna like, be loyal you know yeah that can go for friends too. True. Just if they treat you like shit and it's like you don't want to. Or I feel like this happens a lot is if you have like a friend group, mm-hmm. some of them are like talking shit mm-hmm. about the others mm-hmm. and then they're talking shit about them. And it's like it forms like a whole thing of like who can I trust? I experienced that in high school. Yeah. One person in our little group before was not, was jealous. And so it was just constant, like, shit talking about, especially me. So then it's like, well, how did I know y'all didn't say anything about me? And I felt, like, trapped in that friend group because I was best friends with the other two. And it's like, yeah. I I have a constant fear of that now. Like, it's just such scar because I was in that friend group for, like, three years. And it's like, how do I know when I go to the bathroom, y'all are going to talk shit about me? Yeah. And I feel like I'm such an open book. Like, I literally tell y'all how my shit smells in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care. And so it's really hard if I feel a certain way about something. Like, how are you supposed to go about it, like, saying that to someone else? Like, if if y'all did something fucked up and I went to go, like, talk to, like, another friend about it, but they were, like, mutuals with y'all. Yeah. And like I don't shit talk. Like if I would saying. say it to your yeah. face. I'm just like too scared about it's it. It's not like <laughs> if it's it's not like a sh- it's. There's definitely a fine line, in my opinion, in like especially in groups, friend groups, or people that are your friends with, and the mutual of that same person yeah. that you want to talk about. There's definitely a fine line, in my opinion. I feel like in most close friends' opinions too, like. Especially when you're really good friends, it makes a difference. And shit talking and then just going to the other person and being like, hey, blah, blah. You would say it to the other person's face. Yeah. It's not, that's not shit talking. But like, yeah. And it's just, I need someone to validate the way that I feel I, about it before I go about yeah, it. Yeah, I used I, like, to. Confront, in my you know? friend group in high school, we used to do that all the time. And it wasn't shit talking because I would go to so-and-so about, about so-and-so because they did something, blah, blah. And I would always preface it with, like, by the way, like, I'm going to say something to them or, like, I will say something. Like, this is not me shit-talking on them. Yeah. And we got that. But I have been in friend groups before where they were, like, went back and told, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They were talking about you. But, no, it wasn't like that. It was more. It, it it's also, just they misconstrued yeah, the whole mis- situation. And it also, I feel like healthy friendships are whenever you can go to someone's yeah. And you would be able to say it to someone's face. That's how we, all three well, of us are. Like you're saying, like, 
Um, hey, I've like noticed this about so and so. Do you feel do you the same am way? I yeah. like am I literally just making this up? Yeah. yeah. And if so, like, do, should we like say something or like should? Yeah. I mean, it, it, I just think that that's like that's seeking so validation. Yeah. yeah, it's not like saying, oh, that I comes, can't believe she did this shit. Like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. that comes with age too. Yeah, immaturity. Like. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so glad that we are close enough to do that with yeah. each other. And like one of us or all of us think, oh my God, we're talking shit about each other behind each other's back. Like, that's not what it is. And I feel like a lot of people don't get that. Like a lot of friend groups think, yeah, yeah like to shit talk within each other. But it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that if you're at a certain maturity level. Like yeah. that's not what it is. Because it's like they know that you're not coming from that place, but then yeah. they go and like say some bullshit anyway yeah, to another person. It's like, like, are you seriously going to, do that to me like yeah. now I'm mad at you too like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you're just making it way worse than it has to be and it's and it sucks because you trust that person enough to come to them and be like hey like th- our other bestie is doing this like you're yeah. best friends with her too I am too and it's like I should be able to come to you and like see if where I'm coming from is validated if it's okay to feel this and way. it's not even like dumb things it's like big things or not big things but Oh my gosh, I can't believe like Presley left her plate on the counter all night. Yeah. She's so disgusting. Like you know, like it's yeah. not stuff like that. No, yeah. <clears throat> There's just like no point in shit talking to your friends because if you do that, you're not friends. But it's super important to like not I don't know. I feel like a lot of this just boils down to just being yourself, like literally doing what you feel like is right. Yeah. Even if the other person is not doing what you know they're supposed to yeah do. Their part. yeah their part and if, like the whole like trust thing with friends or even relationships I just feel like you should do what you feel is right and if if you have standing enough to uh for your if you have like enough standing in your point and you feel validated in yourself to like speak up about it then like I just don't feel like there's anything wrong with that no. you should always just be yourself and do what you need to do in order, I don't. I don't feel like you should just be cooped up in your room, just like thinking about it and like not stewing, doing anything about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and then like it makes it worse in your own mind. Yeah, but, but yeah, I agree. It's not always that deep either. Yeah, it's like really if not. it's even if it's something big, like you said, you're sitting stewing in your room. It could be a four minute conversation with your yeah. little best friend, and it's oh, I kind of feel better, or oh, that's been solved. Like. Yeah. It's not that deep sometimes. You just gotta, I mean, Most yeah, of the it's, time it's not. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so what is going to be instilled in your day-to-day life to achieve your goals? Oh, yeah. So I said my goals were, like, getting that internship this summer. And there's, I guess, for right now, I have not gotten, I have an interview the 20th. So, like, for right now, I think day-to-day just trying to, like, slowly prepare for that and also keep my, like, academics up and stuff. And just, like, networking myself. Like, I just got into a medical frat. So, I'm a pledge, guys. And <laughs> so, I think that's, like, just another thing. And just trying to find people that are similar in my major so we can kind of just, like, navigate things together. But other than that, I think that's what I'd be doing day to day. Mine would definitely just be pushing. Since mine was more career-driven, too, pushing that other um, – podcast which eventually I mean that is going to be my career um yeah pushing that to get to where I want it to be and where I know Riley my co-host wants it to be uh 
I don't know. I feel like it's very it that aspect of it, especially on all on social media, is just networking, putting yourself out there, which sucks to begin with. Like it sucks to get it started. No matter how many times you post it on your Instagram story or something, you know how you can get the little insights. We, I had like four sticker tabs last time, and I was like, God, like only four of you people, you know, and that. That's fine, like, but you just have to keep pushing it on people and pu- yeah. putting it eventually out there. People will eventually, people will be Like, they'll see it enough, and they'll be like, oh, what is this? Yeah, eventually it'll happen, but it anything sucks to start it off. I mean, especially on social media, but that's something that, with our generation, everybody does. Yeah. But you get, like you get in the beginning that it does suck. I feel like social media is, like, so important for... Crucial just marketing yourself crucial like if you if you want to say like for career wise like it is so important I've also been working on really well I wouldn't say I've been working on I've been thinking that I need to work on how my social media presence is for my tv side my I have a separate Instagram account for it because I don't want to turn my personal Instagram all the way around and delete yeah. pictures that I feel like. But also, that's public. Like, anybody can see that. And it sucks that you... I mean, this goes for any career, but especially whenever I'm about to have a career fully on social media, mm-hmm. that sucks because it's not... I'm not saying I can't be myself, but I somewhat can't because you have to have a professional look. Yeah. And I've really got to work on that, just watching what's put out there. It goes as far as Twitter likes, too. What mm-hmm. I like on Twitter. Yeah. Like I've really got to work on that. Um, just being more professional about it. I mean, I am a college student, and that sucks because you got to start somewhere. But yeah, you still want to be a college student at the same time. Yeah, because you'll have to turn around your Instagram eventually. Yeah, I know that sucks big time. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep my personal and full press access account separate, but it really sucks whenever my personal has three thousand something followers and full press access doesn't even have a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, but even if you were to turn your personal one into that, only however many follow your full press access would be engaging with what you're posting about it. Oh, yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it still works. Yeah, it does work. It works. It's just everything sucks when you start it, but yeah. there's an end somewhere. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I would say that what I'm going to be instilling into my day-to-day would be just making more phone calls and just having a better attitude. I feel like I struggle with that a lot um, because I do have a lot of shit going on all the time. I feel like I'm constantly doing stuff, and, like, that's why it's been difficult the past, what, month of recording. Yeah. Because it's it's not that the podcast is um, last resort or, like, last priority. It's just it's really hard to, like, get three people to sit down and do this shit. There's like, a lot of balance that goes into it. Yeah. But – I know that, like, me getting a job has definitely affected um, my ability to nourish relationships with other people because it's, I feel like work and school are my top priority, and they should be, Yeah. but it does take away from my time with other people. But I'm going to be making more phone calls, more texts. More phone calls. <laughs> Love me a good phone call. I'll be expecting a good morning call from Lily Cross it every morning. 
You wouldn't answer. Don't, don't even play with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. Um, but, yeah. And I think that um, just learning from my past behaviors of trying to – I hate like keeps, I hate that I keep saying, like, nourishing those relationships. Like, that's so annoying. But um, Planting the seed and growing Planting the seeds. seed. <laughs> Watering the seed, watering these relationships. Um, but yeah, just learning from my past, like maybe mistakes or um, just behaviors that definitely didn't get me anywhere with planting the seeds with those relationships, <laughs> like just trying different things and like a different approach, yeah, that works better for me and other people. Anywho, that was good. I'm glad you're about to water those seeds. <laughs> <laughs> what about this year is going to set it apart from the others? 2016 vibes. No, I'm kidding. 2016 vibes. Um, it's already been a great year. Yeah, yeah it's, it, we're only three months in. It's been a pretty good year for me. I just feel like I just feel like there are good vibes on the way. Oh, also, I'm going to be looking for a new job. <laughs> Sorry if you're note. my coworker listening to this. Sad note. I'm going to be putting my two weeks notice in soon. <laughs> Can the first weekend um, you don't show up be my birthday weekend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, for um, Presley's birthday. No. Micro wrestling is going to be what we're doing that Saturday. We're going to eat at the Stampede. Yeah. We're going to Gatlinburg. Guys, I haven't had any say in this. They've just told me that this is what <laughs> Wait, I'm getting no. for my birthday. I bought you a ticket to the Titanic. <gasps> oh, the Titanic is so fun. <laughs> You're not going to live, though. Sorry. You're not live. We're throwing you overboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my birthday. You guys are Only so two much. people can fit on that. <laughs> <laughs> Only two people can fit on that board. Hey, they got good spaghetti, though. And they have the cold water you Does can touch. Iceberg water. Personally doesn't eat shit. Iceberg. Yeah, iceberg. Right. Yeah, iceberg. <laughs> I was thinking iceberg lettuce. No, it's not an iceberg. <laughs> I was like, that is not right, but it is. Because we are not going to midget wrestling. Yes, I'll take you to- Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. You cannot say that. I've got to see Psycho. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the little Michael Jackson was my favorite. This joke started about a, a month and a half ago. <laughs> And it hasn't stopped, so I'm actually scared this is what is going down. It is. I don't know why you're scared. <laughs> it, it's happening. I already bought my ticket. Why did I buy We're buying yours for you. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday gift from us. Who's driving? I will. Okay, Damn. Yeah. Hey, and if it's warm, we can go to Dollywood. Oh. Okay, I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm let's down do with that. that. Baby Jesus. We'll go to Dollywood. All day, and then we'll go to micro wrestling at night. <laughs> <laughs> They'll ride it on their dirt bikes indoors. Oh my god, did you see the video of yes. Psycho falling? Yes. It's Psycho. It's Psycho. <laughs> and he comes out and he just completely face plants, <laughs> and then he gets back up and acts like it never happened. <laughs> We're on micro it's wrestling so TikTok. I sent so a couple funny. to Lily, but she doesn't watch my TikTok, so. No, TikTok. I say. I sent him to her, and I'm like, I'm so scared of this. Please no. And she just doesn't watch him, so. Baby Jesus, I want to see him. The videos you send me are not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that's false, because half the videos that I send Lily, Lily sends the same exact fucking video to me. 
three days later. So that is actually false. That's so true. That happens once every three days. I know Lily sends me a video that she just like laughed out loud at some things. They're not even like actually funny. They're just like they're they're just like these people embarrassing themselves so much. (laughs) <laughs> like, this is their normal life. Secondhand lives. embarrassment is like the funniest shit to me. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, good laugh, good laughs. Oh, another goal of mine I didn't say was to become better with my money, which that sucks, but yeah. I just got a job. Guys, <laughs> I know, but I just got a job and I just started working. It's something I'm sensitive about. Uh, James. Because I try as hard as I can, but I started my job like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, I've only got one paycheck, so I'm getting there. But whoa, her face is right next to my other vape, the living room vape. <laughs> um, but that's part of being a college student. Is being a little broke sometimes. So you just have to deal with it. It happens to everybody, and I'm not ashamed of it. You should have came a waitress with me because you'd be making two hundred dollars a night. I'm no waitress, bro. I left with like two hundred dollars last night. I'm not a waitress. I'm working at Suntan City. Let yourself shine. Freshman year, so the first time I ever felt like I was running out of money because I hadn't started working for UPS yet, and I was like, like I don't know, I had no money, and I didn't want to touch my savings. I was like, I'll just donate plasma, (laughs) and that has become a hobby of mine. It's not fun. It's a great time. It literally sucks, but the money you make is so good. Yeah. And the stories and the people there are just, I mean, it's endless people watching. When we went that, okay, I haven't been back since this last time, but the last, like my first time was a really, really good experience. And then the second time, um, I had like different people Where? put a needle. Donating plasma. I had different people put the needle in me. <laughs> and uh, this one girl came up to me to take it out and she literally yanked it out yeah. of my fucking arm. So I haven't been back. Shit hurt. Well, I can only do it in one arm because they have to put um, a cuff around your arm that, like, pulsates your uh, arm, like a blood pressure cuff. And they can't put it on the arm that you have the implant in. Mm-hmm. And so I just keep getting, like, these holes in the crevice of my, like, arm on my right side. And I'm like, maybe I should stop. Well, then I can't <laughs> do it whatsoever because I have a freaking kidney disease. Well, I mean, I think that's kind of valid. They don't understand what it is, though. When I told them that it was, like, nothing, like, it's not in my blood, it doesn't matter, like, they're like, eh, I've never heard of that one. And I was like, well, you're just, you're not a real doctor, so shut up. They're phlebotomist. Yeah. Well, after you go two times, you don't get any, like, hardly any money after that. Well, that, that so. place was, like, lame. Octopharma, they have your back. You get $100 every visit for the first ten times. Damn. I know. Yeah, they, they like, knocked it down to, like, 35 bucks. Yeah. It's, like, it's not even worth it. No, because I was making, like, 200 bucks a week. I spent yeah. all that at CMA Fest last summer. <laughs> we need to go to a concert this year. I'm going to CMA Fest this summer again. It's so much fun. Well, the Drake concert tour dates were released, but were leaked. And then they started in May, and he hasn't released it, so I don't think it's happening anymore. So I want to see Adele before I die. Same. She's just an incredible singer, and her concerts are, like, fancy. Like, they're formal. You get dressed yeah. up. Mm, I think that'd be an awesome experience. I'd go to the opera. I would too. I love plays. I like op- well that, and I like classical music. Like I would love to see the Philharmonic perform. Would you rather hard edition? Horror edition? Hard edition. Okay, let's do it. Emma Chamberlain did an entire episode, podcast episode on Would You Rather, and I listen to it all the time. Would you rather fuck Michael J- Michael B. Jordan or 
Drake. Michael B. Jordan. Drake's a little sassy. Michael B. Jordan's <laughs> hot as fuck. I love Drake. I love his music. Wouldn't want to fuck him. Me either. Uh, neither. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd let Michael B. Jordan do anything to me. Not my type. More mine. Yeah, definitely <laughs> yours. Okay, Avery, okay. would you rather travel to Italy or London? <gasps> <laughs> and it is going to be hard. Okay, right now, like in this moment, Italy. Italy. <laughs> Don't disrespect my queen like that. <laughs> I have a 50, oh, a 60-day learning streak of Italian on Duolingo right now. So moving on to Italian Foundations 1 tomorrow. Damn, I girl. I just need to go. Yeah, me too. Italy's a summer thing, and London's yeah. a winter thing in my mind. True. Or like fall. Yeah. So like right now I'm getting into the, like the summer spring vibe and that's just giving Italy, which I don't know if that's how it is over there right now. It might be still a little cold. But I need to go, so. All right, thanks for listening to Girls Night Out podcast. Don't forget to follow the Instagram at gno.pod and the Twitter at Girls Night Out P. Make sure to be on the lookout for updates on new segments for upcoming podcasts and posts for a deeper look into our college experience. Thanks. Bye.